Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful Tuesday morning. And uh, I uh, hope everybody has slept well over the night. And uh, today is officially October the 1st, 2019. In case you have time traveled or have had amnesia, I thought I would give you that update as to the date and year of which you have woken up to. So I hope everybody is doing well and uh, ready to start the day. And uh, this is why I do these devotions is to um, uh, to encourage you uh, to be your, you know, as a pastor, uh, you know, uh, of course, those who attend the church have heard dad say this before, that as a pastor, we're kind of like your spiritual coaches, you know, in a ball game when, uh, you know, when you're at the, uh, uh, at, at halftime, if you will, football, and uh, sometimes the team may not be doing as well as they like to be doing. And so the coach gets in there and he encourages them, tells them how they can uh, continue the fight, that they can expand to do better, and uh, and it, it showed, it explained to them uh, to get their, their spirits up, uh, uplifted. And so when they come out like warriors and they're ready to, to take on, you know, that's what as a pastor, I feel like I'm doing in a sense is the fact that we are in the midst of a battle. All right. You know, we can watch a football game and, and, and that can be fun, but we are in a battle, which is very real. And it is very difficult spiritually, mentally, and emotionally because we wrestle not with flesh and blood it is a mental spiritual battle. And so, uh, in the midst of this battle, sometimes it's easy to get discouraged. Sometimes it's easy to feel down. Sometimes it feels like you're the only one going through these things in your life. And, uh, as a pastor, I want to encourage you, you know, this morning you may have woke up, you may have a million things in your mind, your heart may be heavy. And uh, that's why I want to do these. I want the Lord to use these to encourage you, to spur you on uh, in your spiritual growth, to encourage you, to help you, to get you excited uh, that uh, the Lord has given you this day. You know, everybody has 24 hours a day, everybody, and how you use that. So you can be very busy and not accomplish anything. But let us make sure that we're using every second of every hour of every day to glorify God and thought, word, and deed. Instead of focusing on what you cannot control, instead of focusing on the problems, focus on the one who is in control and the one who can solve our problems, and that is Jesus Christ. And, uh, you know, if we can have that, uh, uh, that, that attitude of, you know what, I want to serve Jesus today. I want to glorify God today. I want to express my love for Jesus today. Imagine what an immense impact that will have not only on yourself, but on those around you. And uh, so that is my goal is, uh, you know, on these, these mornings are early. It's tough to get up. You might not have slept well. You're exhausted. You got to go to work. But hey, you know what? Let's, let's use this day for Jesus. And that is the goal. And that brings us to this morning's Bible verse of Hebrews 10, 23, uh, even though I've posted that specific verse for you to go back and reflect on in my uh, on my uh, social media, uh, I'm going to read verses 10, 23 through 25, and this is from English Standard Version. I know most people like the uh, the poetic nature of the King James, and I normally read the King James, but I felt like at, uh, the English Standard uh, uh, would kind of bring a little more clarity uh, this morning and uh, to help bring further understanding in God's Word. And Hebrews 10, 23-25 says, Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how to stir up one another and to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, 
It is the habit of some, but encouraging one another. You know, and so, uh, of course, you know, the verse goes on. And I encourage you uh, to to read it in its entirety uh, when you get time. And, uh, and I want to uh, encourage you to read your Bibles daily. It's important and it's imperative that we spend that time in God's Word. And uh, if you are not reading your Bibles or you're just getting up morning, and you're just flipping through, just reading a few verses going on, uh, I encourage you to get you a good one-year Bible uh, or uh, on my social media. I put on there how to read the Bible in the year or you can go online, uh, one-year Bible and read there because that uh, keeps you accountable uh, in the fact that on this day, this is what I need to read. And if you, for whatever reason, get too busy and miss this day, then you know you can back up and, and hit it again. And it, you get uh, verses from the Old Testament, New Testament, Psalms, and a proverb to read every day. And before you know it, you've read through the whole Bible in a year, and it, which is an awesome thing because uh, I've read through the Bible. Praise God. This will make, uh, gosh, how many times now? Uh, let's see here. I think this will make about... The twelfth uh, uh, time, I think, or thirteenth time that I've read through the Bible in, in its entirety, uh, and so I'm, I'm really excited that I can say that, you know. And every time I read it, it, it is uh, you learn more each and every time. But so as we're reading here in these verses here, uh, let us hold fast to the confession of our hope. Our hope is in Jesus Christ. That is where our strength lies. That's where our endurance comes from. That, you know, there's so much that we, I think we try to do on our own uh, that we need to give up and give to God uh, and then realize where our hope and strength lies. There's too much I think we try to do on our own and we need to realize, hey man, we need to give this to God. You know, we can't handle this stuff on our own. Only God can help us endure these things. And which, because for he who promised is faithful. You know, God is not a liar. And he keeps his promises. The world will let you down. Family will let you down. Friends will let you down. People in general will let you down, hurt you, and disappoint you. But one thing is for sure, God won't. God is always there. God is there to protect you, to love you, to give you hope, to spur you on, to encourage you. He is a heavenly father. As much as I love my children, and I would give my life for my children, I would do anything in the world for my kids. In fact, I, I, I'm guilty of the point of spoiling them because I want to give them good things. Why? Because I love them. But me, who is wicked, can do these things. How much more can God the Father, who loves us beyond anything man could do uh, what he would do for his children and so you know so many times we're running around like chickens with head cut off what do i do what do i do how do i handle this when god is like a loving father who is a loving father it says hey you know he's got his arms open come here i've got this let me love you let me hold you let me take care of you you know that's what i do my kids are upset or they're hurting i go in there and i say hey come here you know i don't want to hug daddy i don't want i say you come here and i'll give him a big hug and a kiss and tell him which i love him well, that's what God does. He wants to tell you he loves you. He's there for you and to comfort you. And, uh, and verse 24 says, And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together. So see, in other words, we need to encourage each other. And that's why it's important that we go to church. You know, I think that it's so sad to see so many churches closing their doors. It's so sad to see a lack of attendance at churches on Sunday morning and, and see so many churches no longer having Sunday evening services due to poor attendance and Wednesday evening services. And, and by the grace of God, I plan, you know, as long as I'm pastor, I will always have a Sunday night, Wednesday night service. And if it's two people there, then hey, so be it. But I, I plan on doing that. 
But that should not ever be the case. You should not forsake the assembling of yourselves together with like-minded believers. And uh, why? Because uh, when we come together, two or more gather together, God is there for one. And two, we need to uh, we need that um, uh, that teaching and that learning and that understanding of God's word. We want we don't want just enough to say, yeah, I'm saved. We want more. We want to continue to grow and to learn and to evolve and to be more Christ-like and thought word. Indeed, you can't do that on your own. You can't do that by sitting at home watching Charles Stanley or watching it on a, a live stream. You need that physical uh, being because physically being there demonstrate your love for God, your convictions in Jesus Christ, and that you're showing the world that he, you're putting him first and that it is so important to you, you want to be there. And as a, as a, as a, as a second blessing or uh, uh, plus, if you will, is the fact that we can encourage each other as these verses are saying. So we can hold each other accountable. And like I said, it's so easy to feel that if you're going through divorce, death, uh, trials, suffering, addictions, all these things, sometimes it's so easy to feel like, well, I'm the only one going through this. Sometimes it feels like, well, if I was a real Christian, I wouldn't act this way. I wouldn't think this way. I wouldn't do these things. But when you come together with like-minded believers, you realize I'm not alone. Hey, these people are screwed up as I am, you know, and you realize that, hey, you know what? Uh, maybe somebody, a brother uh, of Christ or a sister in Christ Jesus is going through, uh, has went through a divorce and the Lord has brought them through that, through the other side of that. And, and they can, you can talk to them and say, man, how did you deal with this? And they can explain to you how Jesus brought them through that situation. Whether it's depression, uh, people who have fought that or maybe find that can explain to you how they are overcome that. Dealing with death. There's so many people who deal with death uh, and, and it is, it is you know, it's, it's the toughest thing in the world. And it's, it could be the loneliest thing in the world. But when you're with other people and you they have are experiencing that or have experienced that, they can encourage you and explain to you what you can do to perhaps help you uh, to prepare or to deal with uh, that, that serious situation. You know, all these things come together because as as Christians, we, we, we build each other up stone sharp and stone. Why do you think God's Word talks about that? We, we build each other up as Christians. You look on social media, what does everybody want to do? They want to tear people down. Even if it's something good, they want to got something smart to say, they want to tear it down. It's always something negative all the time. Not all things. I want to paint it all with a broad brush. There are, there are good things. There are positive things. There are people on her who try to do good things. But uh, for the most part, I mean, just look at, uh, you know, but you look at people who aren't saved uh, or, you know, at least they give the appearance that they are not saved. And uh, such as Mark Hamill, some of these people who want to tear down anybody who doesn't go along with their leftist liberal thinking. Uh, but, uh, you know, that's just it. Instead of, you know, it's so easy to want to tear somebody down, particularly somebody you don't like. It is the hard way to uh, to show forgiveness, compassion and love, to be quick to forgive as we are, are wanting to be forgiven ourselves. So we need, even if we're offended, we need to be quick to forgive. And, and instead of being jealous of somebody else for doing well, we need to, to, uh, uh, to, to show, um, uh, what's the matter with me today? What's the word? Uh, show, um, uh, <laughs> what's the matter with me today? I guess we're on muscle mesh medication from his surgery. I can't think straight today. Uh, but, uh, but encourage him anyway and say, hey, I'm, I'm happy for you. And uh, if we see somebody that's down, you know, say, hey, you know, is everything okay? Now, there's some people who are just attention getters. You know, you know the people I'm talking about. Well, today's just been horrible because, well, forget it. 
then one of the, you know, everybody's going to say, oh, what's wrong, honey? Are you okay? They, they, you know, they thrive on that kind of thing. People are so mean to me. I would go into detail, but what's the point? Because they know that everybody's going to fall all over them. Million comments. Oh, are you okay? I'm praying for you, honey. Are you, what's going on? Why are you, you know, instead of saying, hey, look, is God treat me like crap today or this girl treat me like crap today and I'm upset you know it's just uh, whatever it may be you know you have those attention getters out there and then you have those who genuinely are asking for help for a situation and uh, so there's a lot of negatives and positives when it comes to social media but as Christians let us encourage one another and if we see somebody that is hurting if we look around and see somebody have been to church in a while if we see these kind of things going on reach out you know as a pastor I can only do so much uh, my wife was talking about a church. She goes, man, they got a million pastors for everything. And I said, well, a lot of these bigger churches do. They got pastors of custodian uh, uh, work and pastors of nursery workers, pastors of children's research and pastors of pencil stocking. You know, they have a pastor for everything. And, uh, you know, that's fine. Again, I ain't putting them down. You know, that's fine and good if you can afford to do that and, and pay a staff to do that. I, I would love to have a large staff, but it's basically just me and uh, uh my dad and my mom and that's it you know and that's all the staff we got so we can only do so much so that's why we depend upon our deacons and our elders and of course if you look up the the duties of deacons and elders that is what they're there to do is to help uh to fill in where the pastor cannot but we can't just leave it i think some people think well only you know i, I only the pastor can do this or only you know if you're a christian you have the love of God in you. You have the strength and power that, that that God gives me and everybody else. And so you have the ability to get out there and say, you know what? I need to find out who where this person's been. I haven't seen them in a while. I see this person over here crying. I need to go. You know, it's uncomfortable. When you see somebody crying, you're like, oh, man, I don't want to. I don't, you know, the last thing I want to do is, is talk to this person. But force yourself to go over there. And, and maybe that's what they need is just somebody to encourage them. Say, hey, are you all right? They say, you know, sometimes somebody cares. You know, these kind of things, we need to encourage each other in, in showing that our faith is real and true. We're demonstrating where our hope lies. We're showing that Jesus Christ is first and foremost in our life, and we want to spread that love. We want to spread that encouragement. We want to spread that hope to those around us. And so don't let something uncomfortable keep you from doing what you know is right in your heart for Jesus Christ. And uh, so that is the, the message today or the teaching today is to uh, encourage you to encourage other people. And, uh, and and to be bold and to uh, understand where our hope lies and to understand that God is faithful and that his promises are real and true and that he will never lie to us. And when we take that great uh, comfort uh, in what God, who God is and what he will do for us, then I think that allows us the ability to have the strength to encourage those around us. So, you know, as you're going out today, pray. You know, when you're praying, you're humbling yourself before God and say, God, how can I be used today? Maybe there's somebody in my job is having a rough time and, you know, maybe they're not the easiest person to talk to. Maybe it's uh, somebody, you know, you think, man, I'd rather be uh, beat to death after talking to this person or such a nasty person. You know, there's a place I used to work at and there was this woman there. She was a smart aleck. I'll be honest with you. She was just a smart aleck. And she was not a friendly, no matter how hard you tried sometimes, it just seemed like there was just, she just, you know, just had a sour attitude. I made it my mission. I ain't saying this to cause trying to act like I'm Mr. Super Christian, but the Lord laid in my heart to really try to reach this person. And every time I saw her, I say, you know what? You look nice today. I hope you're having a good day today. Are they working you hard today? I make it my point every day to try to say something nice, something complimentary. No matter how nasty she seemed to get, I would work even harder to show some kind of compliment. And, uh, and, I, and before you know it, 
Instead, every time she when she instead of seeing her with that sour look on her face, she started greeting me with a smile. And so you don't know, you know, something my dad said many years ago, and, and is true today, is the fact that everybody acts the way they do for a reason. There may be people out there you may not like or care for, but you never know behind the scenes what they're going through, what they've been through, and what's going on. So let us, as Christians, show that reflection of Christ within us and being an encourager to those that are around us. Let us have a word of prayer. Dear family, Father, Lord, we thank you, we love you, and we praise you. Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Thank you for the hope and the strength that you give us each and every day. Lord, let us be encouragers. Let us show our faith. Lord, let us demonstrate where our hope lies. And Lord, for anyone watching this today or listening to this today that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, be with our teachers, our bus drivers, our children, our parents who are going to the school and let them get there and back safely without any problems or complications. Be with our first responders, police officers, military. Uh, Lord, be with this nation. Let them come to know you and, and touch hearts and minds like never before. Be with our president and his family. I pray a hedge of protection about them. Give them wisdom, discernment, and knowledge. And uh, Lord, let them turn to you for all and any decisions. And Lord, uh, Lord, just let us be a light shining in this world of darkness. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Let us do that. Let us say good morning, Sheila. Let us be that light in the world. Remember that. As you go out today and every day, remember, let's be that shining light, that beacon in the world of, of hopelessness and darkness that people will be drawn to you. They'll see Jesus in you and that you can uh, tell them what Christ can do for them. I appreciate each and every of you, each and every one of you watching today. And uh, uh, if you uh, haven't already, I encourage you to uh, subscribe to the uh, Doc Young Chronicles on Apple Podcast. And uh, yesterday I had a wonderful interview with Chris McIntosh, a great man, enjoyed uh, that. And I have interviews uh, coming up uh, every week uh, this month with some incredible individuals. You don't want to miss those. And uh, uh, also, uh, my mind just went completely blank on me. It's great to say something else, and it just went, I think I'm, I must be getting that uh, old-timer's disease. But anyway, definitely tune in to that. Of course, I always stream live on YouTube when I do my podcast, so be sure and, and uh uh, subscribe there so you don't miss uh, the video. If you want to want a visual instead of just the audio on a podcast, you can do that. So uh, if you uh, have friends or family, you think might want to uh, listen to these um, uh, devotions each day, of course, there's my Facebook address. They can add me there. Or if they don't do Facebook, of course, there's my uh, Twitter. And uh, I hope everybody has a great day today, a blessed day today. And uh, remember, as I always say, live each day as if it were your last because one day it will be. Thanks for watching.